0: Clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gas Show. I pray it blesses you.
1: Good morning, my friend. Hope you're doing well. Yesterday was Father's Day in the United States, and I hope that you had an opportunity to either spend time with or talk to or reminisce about your father uh, if he's no longer with us, Um We had a quiet day here. It was so hot, we couldn't really do anything outside. Heard from all the kids, and we just had a kind of a nice quiet time, and Tata and Lisa and I um, just were relaxed. Went to church and then spent the afternoon um, watching some golf and and just kind of relaxed and um, hope it was good for you. Um, I received two emails yesterday that were just devastating. Um, And, you know, Father's Day for me is always... um, Bittersweet, right? I'm sure for any bereaved parents, Mother's Day, Father's Day, days like that are always difficult. Um, Anybody who's lost a child, um, it's tough. And you know, like for people like my friend Tommy Walker, they lost Tommy's dad recently, and even though he was uh, had lived a beautiful, long life, it's still it's sad. And Father's Day, and the the first time you go through a, a big legacy day like that, an anniversary or a holiday, uh, that reflects on those individuals, it's tough. And so our friend, uh, yesterday we saw at church who's lost her father last year this was the first father's day without him and it was just hard you know there's hard things too so it's just how life is right in the midst of all the sweetness there's also pain and, and we have to learn how to live in that kind of quantum duality so as i was doing my quiet time this morning um just kind of kept reflecting on those two emails that i got excuse me my voice is cracking a little bit today um so much dust in the air right now. It's been really windy here, and the farmers have been working in the field, and it's just kind of got all of us sort of congested and all that, so I'm sorry about my voice cracking. But I want to tell you about these two emails. I want to share an email um not the email itself the content but just uh, I received a letter from the mother of a young man that I took care of in Casper years ago um, who had an accident back then and and he had contacted me a few years later and told me he was doing really well and thanked me for my help and and all that well she just emailed yesterday and said that um, he had had a whole series of medical problems over the years since the accident and different just different things that happened in his life and uh, he ended up having an overdose of pain medication and died um, within the last few weeks um, about four weeks ago and just just devastating right she she said how much he had struggled over the years even though he had survived his injury and had had kind of a miraculous recovery he just never could quite break free from from the addiction and and all the different problems that he went through just kept him kind of in and out of rehab and in and out of uh, struggles and uh, he lost that battle and just want you to pray for him uh for his family rather um and for anybody who's struggling with, you know, we face these traumas in our lives, and and we sometimes survive them, but they leave a mark, and they often leave a lot of ripple effects that go on for years in our lives and in our families. and And so, just want to remind you um, that there are people around you who are hurting, who are struggling with things. and And uh, this situation now, we got a new set of parents uh, who are grieving, and even though he was a grown man. These parents have lost their little boy, and, and that never just never stops hurting. And so uh, just be with that family. I can't tell you their names, and I just don't want to share intimate details of their situation, but, but they definitely need your prayers. And then we have a dear supporter, a young lady, a lady who writes in, is one of our great podcast supporters, Rhonda. And she had um, written in yesterday and told us that her husband... Uh, Harold was killed in a boating accident on June 14th, so just, you know, they're out as a family and having a good time, and, and he is suddenly gone, and uh, life is just hard like that, um, and she said, you know, her, her she's written in numerous times before about one of her children has struggled with addiction, and she's afraid that this loss of his dad is now going to you know, be a threat to his recovery. And so she's she's really praying and asked for our prayers for her son, that he'll be able to stand strong through this difficulty uh, and and not relapse into his um, struggles with addiction. And so let's just pray for Rhonda and her family and and for the loss of Harold and this just difficult situation. And she had a line in her email that just just really um, hit me hard, especially yesterday um, on Father's Day. She said, so... Here we are with broken hearts that we never expected. So here we are with broken hearts that we never expected. Friend, that's it, right? Life comes along sometimes and hits you hard, and you don't know what to do. And she said, if one more person tells me how strong I am, I think I'll scream, and I wrote that, I, When she wrote that, it hit me really hard because that's what happens when we when we lose somebody. When we go through something really hard, we have all these people that come alongside us, well-meaning people, but they try to use words, platitudes, you know, you're strong enough to deal with this. It's going to be okay. God must have a plan. God must have needed it more than you do. All things work together for good. We've talked about it numerous times, how those phrases don't help. And that reminded me of Mark. Rogap's book, Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy, which he opens with the story of how they lost a baby. And in the devastation of that loss, he said, you know, people would try to say those comforting things. I'm sure the Lord will give you another baby or maybe more people will come to faith because of the death of your daughter or the Lord must know he can trust you with this. And Mark wrote, every person meant well. I appreciated their attempts to address our pain, but it became clear that most people did not know how to join us in our grief. And that's what Rhonda's getting at. If one more person tells me how strong I am, I think I'll scream. And Mark said, lament was not familiar terrain for them. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to say. They didn't know how to pray. And so Mark started looking through the books about grief and what do you do when you when you found yourself in that spot and how do you how do you proceed and what do you do next? And I would recommend Dark Clouds of Deep Mercy to you if you're going through something hard, or if you want to understand it and be able to come alongside other people a little bit more um faithfully in ways that help and not harm, that book will help you. So he said Walking through sorrow without understanding and embracing the God-given song of lament can stunt the grieving process. It's important to learn how to pray prayers of lament when you're going through something hard. And lament can be helpful. It can be a gift, actually, if you learn how to do it. And Mark said he came to to love Psalm 13. Let me just read it to you before. Let me just read you Psalm 13. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me.
0: Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gash Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family Or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S T E F A N I E G A S S, The Stephanie Gas Show. I pray it blesses you.
1: You see, friend, In the middle of all that pain, in the middle of all that doubt and shaking your fist and asking God how long you can remember, remember I told you hope is a verb and it's made up of the component parts of memory and movement. You remember, I have trusted in your steadfast love. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Remember, he's gotten you through hard times before. He's helped your son get into rehab and get clean before. He's helped you survive difficult things before and therefore... But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. So here it is. Here's the crux of the, of the matter, friend. The, the quantum physics of our God, this God who created space and time, who called light from darkness, who, who can do anything. This God who can be... Um, the same God who says I came to give you an abundant life and in this world you will have trouble in the same breath. Those two things can be true. So it can be true that you're devastated over losing your husband or losing your son or losing your dad or whatever it is that you've gone through. It's true that you're devastated, but it can also be true that you can trust in his steadfast love. It's also true that you can rejoice in your salvation and the hope that you get to resurrect someday and reunite with those people that you so dearly love and miss. It's true at the same time. There's a song from Eileen Walker, the Highest Praises album that Tommy and Eileen did as a project together last year, one of the greatest worship albums that's ever been recorded, a song that Eileen wrote after she lost one of her dear friends in high school. What do you say? So what do you say? What does God have to say? Because people don't get it right. We don't say the right things when we're struggling, right, Rhonda, as has perfectly put that. If one more person tells me how strong I am, I think I'll scream. So we need to hear from God. We need to hear what God has to say. Because since people don't get it right, we need somebody to come alongside us and get it right. Mark said, there's two verses in lamentations that seem to be in paradox. And we're gonna talk we've talked just a little bit just a second ago about quantum physics, about who two things can be true at the same time. You can have an abundant life and you can have a hard life at the same time. And here's another one. The paradox in Lamentations. Lamentations two one how the Lord in his anger has set the daughter of Zion under a cloud. There's a dark cloud over you, he says. But Lamentation 3.22, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. There's no bottom. There's no depth you can go to where His mercy doesn't get even deeper. So there's a dark cloud and there's deep mercy at the same time. Mark wrote, when the circumstances of life create dark clouds, I hope you'll come to embrace lament as a divinely given liturgy leading you to mercy. The historic song gives you permission to vocalize your pain as it moves you toward God-centered worship and trust. Lament is how you live between the poles of a hard life and trusting in God's sovereignty. Lament is how Christians grieve. Lament is how we bring our sorrow to God. Friend, happens to me every Father's Day. I'm sure it's happening to Tommy Walker and everybody who's lost a dad of our friend that we saw at church yesterday. It's happening to my former patient's mom and dad right now, it's happening to Rhonda and her family. They're lamenting, that they're grieving. And lament is the path to where you can move forward in that grief to a place where the bottom holds because Christ has paid for the floor of your suffering, as Mark said. So I'm going to play you that song from Eileen Walker, What Do You Say? And just give you a chance to pray through that and think about it. And, and if you are coming alongside someone else who's hurting, Take a chance and read John Swanson's little book, This Is Hard. It'll give you some words. It'll give you some things to say. Read Mark Roggepp's book, Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy. Learn how to say something better than you're strong enough to deal with this. That's not the right thing to say right then. But, Rhonda, we're praying for you. Um, The other person I mentioned, we're praying for you, friend. Um, Just put some prayer on this today. And uh, for everybody who's hurting, there's hope. There is light. There's peace, but there's a process to help you get back to it, and it's called lament. That's how you get there. We're not going to tell you in this podcast that that all things work together for good. We're not going to tell you that, that you're strong enough. We will tell you those things, but at the right time, right now in the acute phase of what you're going through, if you're there, friend, we're praying for you and we're with you. And if it's years later and you're still hurting, just know there's a, there's a path. There's a treatment plan. I just wrote a whole book about that. There's a path to get there. We're going to be covering that ground in the podcast. You can start with Dark Clouds Deep Mercy from Mark Rogepp. And just, friend, I'm going to just leave you with that today. If you want to connect more, com is the newsletter. It's how you can sort of get a little bit deeper into this self-brain surgery stuff. It'll help. It just will. It'll help. It's not easy. It's not platitudes. It's not a, a superficial treatment for your mortal wound. It's, it's, it's real help for real pain. Uh, it's what we're all going through. But there's also light. The sun's coming up over the trees right now in the, to the east. I can look out over the river. And no matter how dark your night was, there's joy comes with the morning. There's always a sunrise. And if you can just hang on through the night, there will be a sunrise. It may feel like it's impossible, but it's coming. And all you have to do, my friend, is start today.
2: What are you? What you say, I know, I know, I know that's what you say. But what do you? That's what you say. You'll keep your word, Lord. That's what you say.